is the Odd and Offbeats podcast. Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the unfinished Louis Fox. That's right. I still have lunch on a plate in my fridge. <laughs> You're a work in progress at all times, man. You're a man with thirst for knowledge. It is always looking to pad your brain and your tool chest of skills. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I would focus on the lunch part. I, we bought a giant sandwich. <laughs> Like a week ago, and we've been slowly working through it. Wait, how long ago did you buy the sandwich that you've been working through? Like a week. Okay, so... But it was the giant sandwich. Like from Subway or something? Like the grocery store, but it's like the 18-inch sandwich. When did these sandwiches go bad? I feel like I, I probably wouldn't eat a sandwich that was over three days old, maybe? I don't know. We threw... I, the wrapper's long gone. Were you? So. At what point did your family members peel off of this project? Day two. Day two. Both of them. Both yeah. Okay. Ella was maybe day one. <laughs> Even your dog is like, yeah, no more of the yeah, sandwich. I'm yeah. over this. Well, there's something about like processed sandwich, like mass made sandwich lettuce, the shredded lettuce. It's its unique flavor. There's nothing that comes like it anywhere in the world. The iceberg, le- the, the shredded, I- the shredded iceberg yeah, lettuce. Yeah, but like if I shred iceberg at home, it doesn't taste like that. It's got to sit in the bread and the wrapper. Oh, God, the- that sounds disgusting. Oh, I can't believe you even bought a sandwich from a grocery store. So was- I'll buy like some mac and cheese or like some potato salad, but a sandwich that's like it- wrapped. Yeah. yeah, no, that's like a gas station burrito, oh, dude. So good. <laughs> Well, Carolyn Lo- knows I love a novelty sandwich, uh, so she came in, and she's like, you know what today is? I'm like, what? She's like, giant sandwich day! <laughs> and then I, I was all excited all day. <laughs> as, we, as we near the week, uh, breaking week number two, I'm less excited. Yeah. But still working on yeah, it. Yeah, well, that's good, man. I mean, I guess when you go to the food bank due to your unemployment, you know... <laughs> They know what to give you. Yeah. Do you have any weak old giant sandwiches back there? <laughs> All right. That's just the guy we can give the six foot long Subway sandwich to. He doesn't need anything else. When I first started performing, I did a grad night on a, a boat that went to Victoria, B.C. Mm-hmm. The guy told us, here's where you park in Seattle. And the boat ended, dropped all the kids off in Everett uh-huh. and then went to do like work for the Navy. Yeah. So they dropped us off in Everett, which if you don't live in Seattle, is 45 minutes away. Yeah, and they didn't tell you this. No, the guy told us to park at the specific garage. <laughs> so everyone leaves, and it's me with my little case, because I was just doing roving magic, and the DJs with all their gear. Yeah. And everyone leaves, and finally, like, the PTA leaves, like, here's your checks. And we're like, how do we get back? She's like, I don't know. She goes, but if it helps, you guys can have what's left of the, <laughs> the six-foot sub. So now it's, it's me, the DJs, and like three feet of day-old sandwich that hasn't been refrigerated in 12 hours. A true artist. You're like, yeah. That's the thing is like when you work these gigs, you're like, yeah, that hummus looks really delicious. <laughs> 12 hours later, though, you're like, mm, no. Yeah. I always feel weird like eating the food at events. Like I never eat dinner with the people who have hired me for like 
after dinner entertainment. Mm-hmm. I never eat it. I never do. I either. request food and to have, like be brought to my dressing room, but I don't like eating in front of people. Yeah, I don't like being the guy that's like hovering, you know, shoveling chips into my mouth when everyone mm-hmm. else is there. Like is, then, like when you go on stage, people are like, "Was that the dude who was double dipping in the hummus?" Yeah, was that guy who was putting shrimp in his pockets? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the worst, man. Yeah, I always have them wrap me up a plate to go. Yeah, that's nice. That's that's so that's some inside and entertainment. They're like, would you like some linguine to take home? You're like, do you have any day old six foot sandwiches yeah, do you, from the event yesterday? <laughs> Is there a leftover six foot sub? <laughs> I like it, Louis. Well, let's get to the story. Let's do it. Get to some weird news. This story comes from MiamiHerald.com. That's a news source more reliable than a babysitting service run by John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> nice, Louie. <laughs> he would be reliable. Yeah. In the fact that he would murder your kids. <laughs> and bury them under your por- his porch. Yeah. <laughs> so the story goes, cocaine found in hollowed out coffee beans addressed to John Wick villain, cops say. I like this. I've never seen John Wick. you never seen John Wick? No. Have you seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Because that is the thing that is the ad before the actual, which I did watch. You never seen John Wick? No. He's like a retired assassin who is wronged and then goes and just murders everybody. Okay, so it's it's, it's a true life story. Yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's a real story. It's a rom com. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's it's just ridiculous. He's like this, the greatest assassin ever, ever that everyone fears, and someone kills his dog. Okay. And he goes and murders everybody ah. who's ever wronged him or is in his way of getting his puppy a rabies shot or whatever yeah. it is. You know? Okay. So, anyways, airport security in Italy became suspicious of a coffee bean shipment after they saw it was addressed to a fictional mafia boss featured in... In an American movie franchise, authorities say. I like that they're like, it's impossible someone could actually have this name. Yeah, right? (laughs) That's how poor the research was for the people who wrote the names of the characters (laughs) in John Wick. They're like, no one, there's no one in Italy named that. That's just ridiculous. Well, it's like in the United States, there's four people named Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, five, I guess, if you count the guy that's currently president. One of the guys, I guess, raises a ton of money. In, in the charity circuit, because they're like, we have Donald Trump coming to ah, this. Ah, that's hilarious. And that's his, like, job. It's is like he... the guy, the white guy named Michael Jordan. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> like that. So I like how they're like, no one could possibly have this name. <laughs> Police in Milan examined the beans and found 130 grams of cocaine inside two kilograms of hollowed-out coffee beans, according to a statement from the Guardia di Finanzia Financial Police. That's quite the name. Yeah, right? 130 grams, which if you look, it's, it's a stuffed coffee bean. Yes. It's like a jalapeno popper. Yeah. It's it's intense. Like there is a video of the guys cutting up the coffee beans and then opening them up. And it's like they're, you know, obviously coffee beans are like a pill. Yeah. And it's essentially like a, the insides of a, a pill. Yeah. Right? And it's crazy that it's 
packed to the gills with Coke. <laughs> well, what was interesting, so it looks like a gram of Coke goes for about 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. So there's $3,000 in this. Like, in labor alone, you can't get, like, with labor unions, you can't get that kind of yeah, thing done in the Yeah, the amount of time States. it would take to put all this Coke in the coffee beans, you could go to school, get a master's degree, become a customs officer <laughs> in less time than it would for cutting up all these beans. You could write a three-movie series <laughs> about a fictional guy that has the same name as you. <laughs> you could go to jail for four years in less time than it would take to hollow out these coffee beans. You could serve a three-strike sentence for less time than it would take to hollow out these coffee beans. <laughs> you could do Five bad analogies about how little time it would take. After police removed the tape, they found the beans emptied and stuffed with pure white cocaine. The statement said authorities arrested an Italian chef who is about 50 years old and has a history of drug crimes in connection with the incident, according to police. But he makes an amazing latte. His first drug crime was impersonating Don Corleone. Yeah. His second was he impersonated Wesley Snipes from New Jack City. <laughs> and he called himself Scarface. <laughs> A police named the case Cafe Scorretto, which means incorrect coffee, according to CTV News. <laughs> according to CTV News, I would think according to Italian. Yeah, <laughs> Italy. The number one like, translator for Italian. <laughs> I don't get why they're, they're, they're naming cases. In the United States, you're like, case number 143297. Dash B, mm. and they're like, this case, this is a guy that hit and ran. It's Hito Arano. <laughs> like, well, I think it's funny that it came from Colombia because I just assumed that all Colombian coffee was roasted with cocaine. Uh, yeah, I just kind of it's like the whole thing. Coke used to have cocaine, right? But I, I think that would be a good selling point if you think about it. Like cocaine coffee for people who coffee just doesn't it doesn't do enough. <laughs> you right? just need a little more. <laughs> or if you're trying to wean off of the cocaine. Yeah, right. All those guys drinking the coffee at the church at the NA meeting really cocaine. Oh, coke. <laughs> Or mescaline in yeah. there. No, it's, it, what sucks is they didn't say how they realized it was, uh, you know, the beans were full of cocaine. Because it is a pretty good idea. You know, we've done stories where people have stuffed turtles, yep. pigeons, kittens. Yes. We've done these stories where but we've never heard of coffee beans. It seems like very elaborate. But it doesn't say how they realized they were packed full. But if you look at the video... It's like the beans that are packed full of cocaine, they're like sort of electrical taped. Yeah. It's sort of is a little bit sort of suspicious looking, right? Yeah. So something had to alert them. Oh, I guess the alert was the the fictional mob boss. Oh, yeah. Or the dog or something. But or the fact that they give Giuseppe every every sort of substance that comes in. (laughs) And then when he starts spouting off conspiracy theories, he's like, the 5G network is causing (laughs) COVID-19. They're like, oh. That's the Coke. Yeah. <laughs> the grassy knoll. <laughs> that, that's the weed. <laughs> uh, so what do we think about this, Louis? I love the ingenuity. I like people doing creative things. Yeah. I just... <laughs> I support the arts. I no, no matter what it is. What is your art? Is your, is your medium? Is it found, <laughs> found materials? <laughs> is it a still life? Coffee beans and cocaine. I like to put drugs and things that the customs officials wouldn't suspect would have drugs. You in. should see my exhibit at MoMA. It's Snickers bar full of <laughs> cocaine. I call this one it's chewing tobacco laced with acid. I call this one I call this heroin in a jelly belly. <laughs> All right. So, uh, 
thank you for saying that you support the arts no matter what the art form is a true artist this guy and he's a chef yeah and he's a chef i would eat at this guy's restaurant because you know there would be drugs in. The i will eat his restaurant in seven to ten years <laughs> i would like the heroin stuffed jalapeno poppers <laughs> and the mozzarella sticks that are really mushroom yeah know. and can i have a virgin daiquiri <laughs> <laughs> all right i like it i do too Weird News Stories, part duh. This story comes from the APnews.com. That's a news source more reliable than a socially distant waltz partner. <laughs> My brother's a professional ballroom dancer, and he's been doing virtual lessons <laughs> you're like no follow my lead <laughs> can't you see what I'm- no my back is turned on the t- <laughs> so this story goes firm to offer balloon rides from alaska to the edge of space i know they have plans for expansion already next stop oz oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> a company wants to use an advanced balloon to fly customers from the earth's surface in alaska to the highest reaches of the planet's atmosphere. Here's how messed up 2020 is. We're now using balloons to get to space. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Florida-based startup firm. I know, that's that's who you want to trust to go to the space. A startup firm. <laughs> From Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and what other businesses did you have? Well, we had a slingshot to the Earth's core. Oh, that was amazing. That, that failed quickly. And a giant boomerang that takes you on a trip around the world. <laughs> we had a trebuchet to the moon. <laughs> All right, so a firm space perspective plans to use the Pacific Spaceport Complex in Kodiak. What? There's a spaceport in Alaska? Apparently, there's a lot of, like, there's that um, HAP that that shoots the frequencies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have that in Alaska. So they're going to take off from the spaceport in Alaska, the Pacific Spaceport, and they're going to land on the Pacific Garbage Patch. (laughs) So Kodiak is going to serve as one of the launch sites for the vehicle called the spaceship Neptune that Anchorage Daily News reported. I wouldn't want to take off in an air vehicle named after the Lord of the Water. (laughs) Like, that just feels like it's going to land. Well, we'll get to that in a little (laughs) bit, Louie. The balloon rides will be manned by a flight crew taking eight passengers in a pressurized capsule suspended beneath a hydrogen balloon the size of a football stadium. I don't know if I'd want to be on this ride because you're in a capsule, right, with eight eight people probably plus a pilot. Uh huh. What if you have, like, the people from Missouri and you're just like, I don't want to be in a space capsule with you. Yeah, well, the thing is, is that... I do not trust a balloon the size of a football stadium. <laughs> you know how that. easy it is to get a little hole? <laughs> how, how do you even check that? Yeah. Okay, anyway. so where, each, Yeah, where do you like lay it out to glue it? Yeah, right? Each passenger could pay an estimated $125,000 for a six-hour journey. That's a lot of money. Yeah, what do you get to see? For $125,000 while you're passed out. Yeah, when you have the sky bends. I saw my grandma, (laughs) my dead aunt. I saw the future, man. You were passed out the whole time. Yeah. Best $125,000 I've ever spent. 
Well, yeah. I mean, do they throw in lunch? Like, because now, now you got more. Now you got like a kitchen on there. Yeah, there's a guy catering it. Yeah, Mark Lester, CEO of Alaska Aerospace Corp, said the high altitude rides will be available from Kodiak in a few years and will support Alaska tourism. Eight people at a time. Yeah, <laughs> what can we do to support tourism? We'll take a Florida company <laughs> that's going to charge people over hundred thousand dollars to take them up eight people at a time. We're going to cater to the one hundred and fifty people that have billions of dollars. Yeah. Because <laughs> ha- clearly they're going to hang around and go to your cabin. Right. You will have people from around the world who want to come to Alaska and see the northern lights from the edge of space, Lester said. Yeah, I want to do that, but I'm not going to drive drop $125,000 for six hours. Maybe if I got to go up to the International Space Station and hang out for a day. Yeah, and then look down at the northern lights? I would do that yeah. for hundred twenty-five grand. Alaska Aerosmith and Space Perspective will test and refine spaceport operations and secure spaceflight licenses from the FAA. I like how they've done nothing so far, but they're like six years, totally can do it. Oh yeah. We got we're gonna get some licenses. Yeah. We're, we're gonna get some plants. <laughs> Larry's we're gonna get City a nice Hall. fountain over there. Larry's at City Hall pulling some permits right now. <laughs> we're good to go. We got this cool water cooler. <laughs> Space Perspective plans to compete an unmanned test flight from the shuttle landing facility at NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida next year. Why would you just launch from Florida? Because I think Alaska's at a higher plane and there's a safer landing. Oh, yeah, zone. I guess you have, yeah, you can land in some frigid water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be funny because if like NASA put on their website, like, we're going to launch on this day, and then you get somebody like, Clears out their schedules like, I've, I've always wanted to see a launch from the Kennedy Space Station. And you get that one. And you get there. Is that a balloon? <laughs> yeah, come on. Are they shooting a live action of Up? But then here's the thing. Like, you're going you're gonna to have people, especially in Alaska, like, you know, teenagers are all drunk. Like, hey, I got my dad's 22. Oh, yeah. Shoot a little BB gun? Yeah. I'll take down Elon Musk right now. <laughs> Passengers, my pa says he's the devil. <laughs> Passengers will begin with a two-hour ascent to about 19 miles above Earth. They will then be able to post on social media about the experience or send data. How does it they got Wi-Fi in space? I drive down a hill, my phone cuts out. Yeah, how do they know that that is even going to work? Your $125,000 comes fresh with a hashtag and Snapchat <laughs> filters. Can you imagine when you go to a concert and you see someone who's living the concert through their phone? Uh, this is the same thing. Like, I just paid $125,000 for six hours to go to the edge of space, and I'm buried in my phone? Yeah. So it goes, Neptune then makes a two-hour descent under the balloon and splashes down where a ship retrieves the passengers. Maybe that's why you want Neptune. Along with the capsule and balloon, Alaska Aerospace said. That's super shifty. I would not be want to be in a space capsule in the Pacific Ocean off of Alaska. So I don't get it. So it takes four hours to go up and two hours to come down. Yeah, you got gravity's on your side down. Gotcha. They so, could probably speed that up if you're in a hurry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got somewhere to be. Can we drop down a little faster? Yeah. Capsule recovery would occur in the waters around Kodiak Island and the Aleutian Island chain, depending upon the seasonal wind patterns. The balloon design is derived from technology NASA has used for decades to fly large research telescopes, Space Perspective said. Now, have you ever been on a plane with someone that was freaking out? Yep. Can you imagine being in a space balloon capsule? Oh, my goodness, right? Like, yeah, what's the amount of training? Can you just go up? That You don't have to train? I mean, what about the sort of, like, the high altitude? I think you just, like, huff. <laughs> you just yeah, huff some gas. Pre- they said they're in a pressurized yeah. chamber. Yeah. So what do you think about this? You'd have to have like take a crew up with you. Uh, How long till it's a wedding destination? 
Oh yeah, right. That'd be an that I would do a wedding up there. That's yeah. pretty awesome. But yeah, I mean, during the Northern Lights, I think I would think that that's the only thing worth seeing at that. I mean, I think it'd be cool to be at the edge of space and look down and be like, "Oh, look!" But I'm off Earth. Yeah, but you I'm know, tethered to Earth. <laughs> but they're gonna. I shoot. am so fine. There's an umbilical cord <laughs> because they have to have a line. No, they don't. You, so oh, like, so they just like a hot air balloon up. Yeah, gotcha. What? So, but they stay in because of the atmosphere. You're not going past. Correct. Gotcha. That so that yep. will keep you down. The gravity of Earth will keep it. Yeah. Well, it has to do with like the balloon. Um. So I watched the Rocket Man documentary. We talked about the guy mm. who. Who um, died. Who died trying to build a rocket ship. Uh, I actually saw the place where he launched on my trip. Oh, cool. That's yeah. awesome. We were driving. I'm like, I know this town from somewhere. And I was like, I saw a sign. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but it, got, it was a guy who built a steam rocket to try and go to space to prove the Earth was flat. Uh-huh. And he died. Yeah. Yeah. He went up in a balloon at one point and passed out and it crashed to the ground. Oh, he did? Yeah. And so they talk about it in that, like, it has to do... That once you get above a certain point, as the air thins out, your balloon just like inflates. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I would love to be like, what are you going to do when you're up there? Take a picture and be like, see this sphere that took me up to the, <laughs> the sky yeah. that I wanted to prove? You what? can't see. There's no windows. <laughs> like, we couldn't figure out how oh, to yeah. make the windows. We, we got up there and I forgot to put in windows. Trust us. You are up there. <laughs> How long? Okay, let's say this happened. They open tomorrow. How long till there's a guy that's like, you're in the Mile High Club, 19 Mile High Club. Yeah, that's what I was. I was thinking about that when we were going over the story. Is like, there's got to be like the Space Club, right? Of like, yeah. Supposedly NASA w- won't comment on that. Gotcha. Um, but astronauts are like, mm-hmm. they're like, our astronauts do not have sex, and they also don't poop. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I think it's pretty interesting. If you had the money, would you do it? Yes. You would do it? Yeah. Okay. If it, this is just a drop in a bucket for if you. It, it, okay, if someone gave me a comp ticket, I'm in. Yeah. But if I have to save up $125,000, no. Yeah. Oh, I, I should fill out one of the small business loans. Boom. Right? Yeah. I want a grant, not for my business, but to go up in this balloon when it opens. Yeah, in six years. I'm an early adopter. I would love for it to become like a thing across the country, and it goes quickly from $125,000 to like... $99 yeah. on Groupon. You're taking the jet blue. <laughs> the jet balloon. Oh, nice, Louie. Yeah. All right, I like this story. Yeah. That's it for today, folks. Want to thank you so much for listening to our show. If you want to help us out, you can do so by either signing up for our Patreon and contributing a small amount per month. Yeah, for as little as two bucks, you can get all sorts of cool swag in the mail. You can get a bonus episode. Absolutely. You can get a virtual high five. Boom. We're doing it right right now. now. You just got your bonus. And if you Patreon doesn't sound cool for you, you can do so by just giving us a five-star review on whatever podcast outlet or medium you received this podcast at it would help us out quite a bit and then you can also follow us on the instagram facebook and uh we have a twitter presence i've heard yes (laughs) there are followers that follow us i don't know what they're following exactly because we're never on there but we are in existence on the twitter and we have not been flagged for any of our tweets or maybe we have (laughs) who knows (laughs) they should send you an email 
I would think. Where can the fine people see some Louis Fox content this week? So if you want to hang out with me this week, uh, the 12th through the 14th, I'll be camping at Lake Wenatchee State nice. Park. Site 108. Is that is it confirmed? Yeah. Oh, man. So if you want to come out and get the spot next to me, 107, 109. Are you guys camping? Yeah. Just you and Ella? Me, or? Ella, and she's bringing a friend. Oh. So that means... So you're camping by yourself. I'm camping by myself. <laughs> so you have your own tent and they have their own tent? We have... Our tent has like three rooms. It's got like the living room gotcha. and it's got the den and the master bedroom. <laughs> You're like Hermione <laughs> and Harry Potter. You're like, here is a castle that we can now live in. Yeah. And then I might be shooting to um, Idaho for the weekend as well. Nice. So where can they catch uh, you? I will be in Idaho, Louis, from the 12th to the 15th. As of right now, when we're recording this, I will be at the Madison County Fair, and they have not canceled it. Yep. Are, is that where the yet? bridges are? Uh, no. Not okay. that I'm aware of. I would. I think that's in Wisconsin, ah, isn't it? That would make more sense. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's in Rexburg, Idaho, which is the home of like the junior college for Brigham Young University, oh. which is the Mormon University down in Provo. So bring your own booze. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Used to be Rick's College, but now it's called BYU-Idaho, I think. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I know. Kind of lame. Yeah, bring bring your own Idaho. (laughs) So I will be on my best behavior doing shows at the Madison County Fair. If it still goes on, you might want to check the website before you come to make sure that it's still in existence. Are you speaking to me directly? I'm checking anybody (laughs) who's coming out to Rexburg. Be sure that there is a fair that has not been canceled. That's why I was going to Idaho was to hang out with you. Yeah, man. Well, either way, we will have our van that we bought and you can come and hang out. And you, the kids can sleep in our van, and we can sleep in the tent. Okay, and then I can sleep in your hotel room? Yes. <laughs> be great. I'll be pretty ripe by then. <laughs> All right, well, folks, we want to thank you so much for listening. You can check Louis Fox, louisfox.com. Matt I'm, Bakers at comedystuntshow.com. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. Have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, because normal is boring.